The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim Le Masechet Yebamot as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Chavav today's Daf is being studied Le'alun Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruwa Hashem Tanihainu Began Eden Amen we begin today's Daf on Chavav Amud Lishon and we start on the second line at the Mishnah that begins Vekulam Shayulahem Nashim Umetu Mutarot Dinase Lahem. We learned in the previous Mishnayot different examples where for example a Hakam was Matir a lady to get divorced, he would not be allowed to marry that lady because of the suspicion that would arouse. Or for that matter, a person brings a get from Medina Tayyam, where he has to say, in order to validate the get. So since the get is happening from his uh, words, so he's creating the divorce, so to speak. So he cannot marry that lady that he affected the divorce. Again, because the people will give a uh, suspicion on him that he's, uh, he did it, he lied in order to marry the lady. Or for that matter, the people that testified about the death of the lady, of the husband of the lady, therefore allowing her to remarry, but the Mishnah said that the person that gave the test, uh, testimony cannot marry the lady. When they come and say, So therefore, or I killed him. In all those cases over there, they uh, do not allow the fellow himself to get married to her. So the Mishnah now continues on those cases. So that she says, Which means, let's say these people that were giving the testimony, they were married at the time that they gave the testimony. And then their own wife died later on. Then it will be permissible for them to marry. There's no suspicion. Which means if the guy was married at the time that he gave this testimony, so we assume he was married already. He didn't have Kavanah to uh, make a false testimony to take this lady over here. He had his own wife. So therefore, the Gemara says, if he was married at the time of the testimony, and then subsequently his wife died, so it would be permissible for him to marry now this lady that he testified on. Similarly, Furthermore, if these ladies that were testified on to get married. If they got married to somebody else, and they got divorced, or they became widowed, mutarot Because then already, uh, it like breaks the uh, hashad, which means they didn't get married right away to them. As a result of their testimony, they got married to somebody else. So now, once they get married to somebody else, and then that husband dies, so it would be permissible for the matir, to come and take her. Only problem is if he takes her right away. That's the issue. If he takes her right away, you were making a whole scheme over here to marry the lady. Here you were Mati the lady, she went, she married somebody else. So you see, it wasn't for him. 
So therefore, once he the guy dies or he she comes out mana, she, she gets divorced. He can go back to the original man. The last case, all these testimonies, while they're not good for the one that gave the testimony or the hakam that was the matir, it'll be good for their sons or their brothers. Which means, for example, the hakam that was matir, the lady, or, or, or say the lady against the husband and forced her to get a divorce. While he cannot marry that lady, his son can marry that lady. Or his brother can marry the lady. So they didn't go that far to Osir, his son or his brother. So that's basically the deen of the Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and says, Metu in. We said in the Mishnah that Davka, if let's say they got married and then their husbands died. I'm sorry, the people that testified were married at the time that they gave their testimony, and then their wives died, so we said it's permissible for them to marry this lady. So the Gemara mentioned the yuk, metu in. Yeah. They died. Nidkarishu, no. But not if they got divorced. Because the assumption is if they got divorced, then they're already, divorce is in his control. Therefore, he got divorced because he wanted to marry that lady that he testified about. What are you talking about? We have a brighter that clearly says, even if the guy got divorced, it's permissible for him to marry that original lady that he testified against. Even if he got divorced, it's okay. So the Gemara says, La Kashya. Ha Dehavai Ketata. It depends if there was a fight or not. What prompted their divorce? So the Gemara says, If they're ready, they were fighting from before. So therefore, the divorce already was uh, in motion. Already, they were fighting from before, so it wasn't already uh, uh, this divorce was done before even the lady came to for test to testify, before he even testified about the lady, before the hakam, before he even uh, was or said this lady uh, from her husband, or before the shaliyah brought the get from Medina Tayyam. Already they were fighting already. So therefore then she would, would be mutar, because we don't say it was a scheme. However, but if there was no fighting at the time that they testified, and the fighting only started if he testified, so then already we say he's doing it because he wants her. So that could square off the two statements. Look at that sheet. Right. If they were fighting before already he even met this lady that came to him, so there was no problem. However, only if the fighting started to rise after he gave his testimony, then we say, oh, he's getting divorced in order to marry her. I'll give you another answer. Really, I'll tell you, there was no ketata until after. Who started the machloket? If he starts the machloket, so then already it's a problem. Then already we say he's starting the machloket in order to go marry the lady. However, if she started the machloket, so then we see he's innocent. She started the machloket. So that case, when it gets true, mutar. Only when he starts it, it's a problem. Look at she. How would we say when he gets divorced, he cannot marry her? He began to fight with his wife. Yeah, so that's basically the answer to those questions. We go further. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, very important. Keep in mind, we're talking about uh, a few cases over here. We're talking about a case where... Uh, a fellow brought a get and testified to this dating uh, uh, that this couple over here this is divorce therefore the divorce is divorce that was one case where we said he cannot marry and the other case was for example he says mit he came and testified to the lady your husband's dead he cannot marry 
But the Mishnah then said, our Mishnah that is, that if the uh, lady subsequently went and got married to somebody else, and either got divorced or died, so then she becomes mutated to the first guy. So now we want to know which cases are we talking about Nit Garashu, divorced, or the husband died. What cases are those relating to? So the Gemara says, Kasal Kadatach, Mita Amita, Vigirushin Agirushin. We're assuming the two examples that the Mishnah chose relate to the two specific cases I just told you. Meaning, in the case where he testified, your husband died, she got married, then the second husband died. Then it's permissible for her to marry the original guy. Mita Amita. The death example is to the case where he testified, Mita. And the Girushin example is on the Girushin case. He brought a game with Jenatayam. He said, which means you're divorced. She got married to somebody else. She got divorced a second time. Now she's allowed to that fellow. So the mitah is going on the mitah case, and the gerushin is going on the gerushin. That's what we're thinking in the Havamina. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, If that's the case, Amishnah cannot be going like Rabbi. Uh, what is Rabbi's opinion? The Ikerabi Ha'amar Betrezimne Havya Hazaka. We have a rule over here for something to be considered a Hazaka, to be considered a an establishment. How many times does it have to happen to be considered established? It's Ma'lokit. According to the B, twice. What is this manifest over here? Legabe Katlanit. There's a halakha that if a lady is married, and her husband dies once, so you say, okay, once, it was just a fluke. She gets married again, and her second husband dies, according to the B, that lady is called the Katlanit. She's a lady that has, let's say, a bad mazal, she kills her husbands. And therefore, the B says, don't marry her. It's already after twice already, she has the status of a Katlanit. Or you could have a status of a Gershanit. Well, she's married to, to one guy and then uh, gets divorced. They're married to a second guy and gets divorced. The B says, already once she have told two times, she's considered like a, uh, a, a hazakah in that sense. Also, what does this mean? If you're going to learn the case like we learned over here, where he testified, your husband died. She got married, her second husband died. Then Al Mishnah is saying over here, he can marry her, that's like going like the B. Because obviously already she killed off two husbands. Or let's say, he, he testified she's divorced. And then she went got married to somebody else and got divorced again. We're saying, now he can marry her. So obviously if you're going to learn like that, you can't learn the Mishnah going like Rabbi. Comes the Gibbara and says, no. Why are you forced to learn like that? Gibbara says, no. I can really tell you the Mishnah is going like Rabbi. Mita agirushin, vigirushin amita. I can say the Mita case is going on the Girushin testimony. Where the guy came and said, So now there's a Girushin. She got married, now her husband died. So there's no Hazakah here. There's a Mita and a Girushin. And in the case of the Mita, where he testified she died, then she got married again, then she got divorced. So therefore you have no Ra'ayat to the deen of Rabi. Where she either killed off two husbands or got migurash of two husbands, and therefore that's the case. Now we go to the last part of the Mishnah. Vechulan mutarot libnehim ola achehim. Where we said that even though we said that the fellow that gave the testimony, let's discuss one case just so we can have a, a, a clear example. Let's talk about the Hakam case. The Hakam went and he was osir. A lady to be with her husband. Therefore, he forced him to get a divorce based on his ruling. He cannot marry that lady. But we say in the Mishnah here, his son can, or his brothers. She's the testimony only affects himself, not his close family. So the Gemara says, Why is this Mishnah different than another Mishnah that we learned? Let's say you have a fellow that rumors went out about him, about a certain lady. That he was going with a certain lady. Rumors. Asur bi'ima u 
Ubachota. He's forbidden, not only is it forbidden to go with that lady, but he's forbidden to go with the mother of that lady, the daughter of that lady, or the sister of that lady. And what's the what's the logic? Because we're concerned that there's still something going on between him and that lady. If we're going to allow him to marry the mother, so now what's going to happen? He's going to go with that lady. Now it's considered already Isha Ubita. Now already it's Isul Karet. So we suspect that he's still, uh, he's still involved. And therefore if you let him marry one of her relatives and he still goes with her, now already the Isul becomes that much greater. So therefore why don't you say the same thing in our case? Why don't you say that this Hakam, let's say that now he told these people get divorced. Now what's going to happen? He's going to marry you off to the kid. Why is he marrying off to the kid? Let's say it's a plan. Because he wants the lady to be close to him so he can still go with her. Which means just like you suspected when there was a rumor on a guy that went with a lady, cannot marry any of the relatives. We should say here also, suspect this the case over here of this guy. That's a plot. Which means now already they got divorced. Now it's okay, marry off to the son. Why is he marrying off to the son? So she's close. Now she's close, so he can um, do whatever he wants. Say the same suspicion. That's the Gibbana's question. Look at the Rashi, uh, second wide line. Asur bi'ima ubita ve'achota. Kedemifaresh ta'ma le'kaman. Shem le'achad shi'isait ima ubita. We're worried that after she might, he might marry the mother or the daughter. He's going to go have znut with this guy. I'm not worried about before they were married. Before they were married, it's just znut. The znut does not osir the mother against him or the daughter against him. But once he's married to the mother or the daughter, so now already that znut is considered karet. Because he's going with a lady and his daughter. And a daughter. So therefore, the First answer. Ladies are accustomed to visit each other. Men are not. And therefore, in the case over here, if they can allow the lady, this fellow, there were suspicions about this lady, let's say, with this guy. If you allow it to marry the mother... Right? So now, what happens? The ladies come and they visit each other. So the ladies come and visit each other. So now, they're going to be around. And therefore, since they're going to be around, it's possible the guy's going to come to make an isur. There's, there's the visiting. However, when it comes to the men, the men don't visit so much. So therefore, we're not concerned in this case over here, where the guy gave, let's say, uh, a testimony. Right? So now you're going to say, let the son marry this lady. Son's not coming around. So the son's not coming around, so this lady's not going to be uh, next to the uh, uh, father to be, uh, to be into trouble. Now, Sheikh, in the other case, since the ladies, they come uh, around, we're going to say, if you, visit, if you, if you, if you let him uh, marry uh, the mother, the daughter's going to come around, visit, and they're going to come into a uh, situation. Look at that she. That she says, Actually, no. No, that she. Straightforward. Which means the simple logic. If you let the guy marry the wife, the, 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 the mother of this lady, now he's married to the mother. Who, who comes to visit? The daughter. And there's already a suspicion over here with this guy with the daughter. So they were, we're worried. Mashiach, in this case, over here, Almish now. The guy who's Mati, this lady, to get married now. Okay, beautiful. Now, marriage to the son. Once married to the son, the son's gone. The son takes the the, 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 the the girl. No, they don't visit, and therefore I'm not worried about him coming back to the uh, to, to, to the uh, to the house. Gemara gives another answer. So again, let's read that inside that answer. 
Neshe legabe neshe shechihan. The ladies visiting the ladies already is shechiyah, is prevalent. The azan, they come to each other. Gavre legabe gavre lo shechihan. But the men coming to visit is not so shechiyah, and therefore we're not worried about the son bringing over his uh, wife, and therefore not, nothing's going to happen. Iname, or could say like this. Neshe de lo asran shechivatan which means, when a man goes with a lady that's forbidden, it doesn't oser that man on his wife. Again, when a man goes with somebody he's not allowed to, that man is still allowed to stay with his wife. And that's what the Gabbara said. Neshe, ladies, de lo asran shechivadan ahadadeh. Ladies are not oser... Their friends, let's say, on their husbands. Look at the Therefore, they're not going to be makpid. Meaning, in this case over here, where let's say the guy's married to the mother, okay? So the mother is not makpid if the daughter comes over, and even if something happens with the husband, her husband and the daughter, she's still able to remain married. If the husband does something, he can still remain married. So therefore, they're not going to be makpeed to be together. You're talking about a wife over here that's just, uh, she just wants to be married. So therefore, they're going to be more loose to allow them to mingle. Because she says, what's different? Even if something happens, so I can still remain married. And the husband went to somebody else, so I can still good. So therefore, we're going to mahbir. Don't marry the uh, mother. Because all the, the, the relatives, because they're going to be together. Because the ladies are not going to be, the, the, the mother that he married is not going to be careful. Because even if they are around, something happens, she can still remain married. However, <laughs> But the opposite case. In our case over here, we said, if you're going to let this, let's say, rabbi, that this hakam, which mativ the uh, lady to get married, right? If you're going to allow it to marry the son, so now the son is not going to bring the, the lady to the house. Because he knows if the father goes with her, she's all said him. So therefore there's no suspicion. And therefore they're going to be far away from the house. And therefore we don't have a hashash. So that's the second answer to Gemara. Why in one case you have to be hoshesh, and the second no. The Gemara says, why did you only say... And now Mishnah, that the brother is permissible of the guy, or the son. Why not the father also? Which means all relatives. Well, why the Mishnah only pick son or brother? So the Gibran says, The father also. says, You're right. The baziz bene mine, aval beno de lo baziz abiv mine emalo kamash malan. Which is, it goes without saying uh, the father. Which means the father, there is a busha that a son has in front of the father. So I would say, okay, in case of the father, it goes without saying. I'm not going to say that the son now is going to go with the the, the, the father's uh, wife. That for sure is not a problem. The Hidush is even the son, where a father doesn't have so much busha in front of his son, and therefore you might suspect impropriety, kamash ma'alan, it's still mutad. I don't have to tell you the father case. Father, and therefore, of course, who are deemed the father, which means we'll be allowed to marry off this uh, lady. Because in the father case, anyway, that, 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 that the son now is going to go take his father's uh, uh, wife, do something wrong with it. Baziz mina, he's uh, embarrassed. Such pashut. The hadush is even his son he can marry off with. There's no busha. Why? For the reasons we gave. Either they don't, they don't visit, they don't uh, come, the, the, the men don't go visit the men, which means it's not going to happen. Or. Not Makpid, which means there are Makpid not to come because, also because why? He knows if he goes there and brings his wife, he could all say it against uh, the husband, against himself. So therefore he doesn't go. Because look at that she. Just let's read uh, one, two, three, four lines on the bottom. Neshe lo asre. Shechivat zenuta kirova et gemura alav. 
which means if the husband goes and makes zenut, does not osir him against his wife. Hilkach lo kepida ishto. He says the wife is not uh, doesn't care. Veshatka she'll even uh, keep quiet. Vehaisinan aval gavreda sechivatana hadade. But if a man goes with somebody else's wife, so that wife becomes a sutra husband. The isha amzane asura lebala kapid baal verachik haimine. So therefore we said, uh, if, you, if you're going to marry off to the son, the son's not coming around, because he knows if the father does something, mm-hmm. she's going to say the lady against uh, the husband, against him. Therefore he's going to keep far away. Hadran alach kesad eshet Now we begin, Be'ezat Hashem, the third pedic. third pedic actually begins with a case that we are familiar with. And the Mishnah begins, Arba'achim, there are four brothers, Shinayim mehem nisu'im achayot. Two of them are married to two sisters. Umetu nisu'im et achayot. And the ones that are married to the sisters died. So the remaining brothers, Hare'elu cholzot velo mityabemot. The only option is they make halitza to both the Ladies, and we explained in previous Gemariot, we'll speak it out right now. One of two issues if you're going to say there is a Zika, yes, Zika, that means there's a connection between those two sisters to these two brothers. So now the first brother will not be able to make Yibum with the first lady because he's also connected to a sister. So if he makes Yibum, that's considered making Yibum with Achot Zikukato. And the other brother would have the same problem. So therefore Yibum is not an issue. So the only option we say is what? Let them make Halitza on both. So each one makes respective Halitza. V'im kadmu v'kansu. And if let's say they made a Yibum, Yotziu. have to be Yotzi, because bottom line they're marrying a potentially. And therefore, the marriage, the Yibum is not a good Yibum. If they did it, Yotziu. Rabbi Eli Ezer Omer, Bet Shemay Omrim Yikayem, Obet Elel Amri Omrim Yotziu. So Rabbi Eli Ezer actually quotes a machlok in Bet Shemay Bet Elel, whether you're allowed to stay married or not. Bet Shemay says Yikayem, you can stay married in the case of Mary Yibum, and Bet Elel says Yotziu. So it's actually a machlok in Bet Shemay Bet Elel. Hayta achat min asura ala echad isur irva. Now let's say one of these two sisters that fell to the two brothers, was Asura already Isur Irvat to one of the brothers? For example, let's say she was the mother-in-law of one of these brothers. So now she doesn't fall. So since she doesn't fall, the that brother can make you boom with the other sister. Right? The only time you had a problem with Ahotzikukato is when they both fell. But an Irvat does not fall to you boom. So the Mishnah says Asur Ba. She be asut to that irva. However, umuteret ba'achota was permissible ba'achota. Vasheni asur b'shtehen. But the other brother is forbidden in both because to the other brother they both fall, and therefore since they both fall, you have the problem of achotzukato by the other brother, and therefore asur b'shtehen. So the second case of it just adds if one of them is an irva to one of the brothers, the other lady is permissible to make yibum. To that brother. Why? Because the Irvah doesn't fall. Once the Irvah doesn't fall, you have no problem. Now, Isur Mitzvah, the Isur Kedusha. Now let's say, one of these ladies over here, is either Isur Mitzvah. Isur Mitzvah, we learned, is let's say she's not a Minat Torah, she's not an Irvah Minat Torah, she's a Shiniyah. She's one of the secondaries that we learned, that are only Isur Midrabbanan. Or she's Isur Kedusha. Isur Kedusha is a case where she's not a total erva, but she's Isur Lav. Which means if you would marry her, there would be a transgression of a Lav. Right? Like we said, let's say a Kohen to a uh, Girusha, which would be an Isur Lav. Or a uh, uh, Yisrael to a Mamzeret, which would be Isur Lav. So in that case over there, we learned... Uh, Really, in a Torah, they fall. Really, in a Torah, there's a falling. So you can't say, 
or let him make Yibum with the other one. Because when Torah, she falls. And therefore, Choletzer v'lo mitzabemet. In this case over here, he has to make, Halitza cannot make Yibum. There's a difference in the Erva case, because Erva case is Sudoraita, meaning she doesn't fall in the Erva. Therefore, she's out of the picture, she can make uh, Yibum with the sister. Mashiach in this case over here, one of them is only Isu, let's say, Mitzvah, which is Isu Drabbara, which is not Torah, she really fell to Yibum, so then we have a problem of Ahotzer Kukatom na Torah. Or the case of Chaybe uh, Lavin. Really, in the Torah, you need a Halitza. We learned earlier that on Chaybe Lavin, there is a connection. She's not like an Erva where you just say uh, nothing falls. No, you need a Halitza. You cannot make Yibum, obviously, on Chaybe Lavin. So therefore, in both those cases, if one of them is Isur Mitzvah or Isur Kedushah, he still has to make a Halitza, he cannot make a Yibum. Hayta achat ben asura al isur irva, vashiniya asura al isur irva. Now you have a crisscross case. Which means you have the two ladies. One lady is isur irva to one of the brothers, and the other lady is isur irva to the other brother. So therefore, asura leze muteret leze, vasura leze muteret leze. So very good. So therefore, the mutarot fall to the mutar brothers. So each brother can make Yibum on the respective uh, Yibamah. Vezui she'amru, and incidentally that's the case that we mentioned above in the Mishnayot. Achota kishihi yibimta o cholezet o mityabemet. Which means, achota. When you have two sisters, that the sisters are, one of them is Yibum. Uh, Yibama, meaning she falls to Yibum, but the sister is an Irva to the other brother. Achota, she Yibimta. She's one of the sisters in Irva, but she's a Yibimta to somebody else. So we said what in that case? They fall respectively. Each one will fall to the right uh, brother, and both of them can make Yibum in that case. So basically, we gave. Uh, three or four cases in the Mishnah, let's just review them. The first case in the Mishnah is the four brothers. Two of them married two sisters. They die. Now the two brothers have a zikah to the two Yivamot uh, that fall. No Yibum in this case. Tafka A, Chalitza. In case of the Mishnah, was... Okay, let's cut. Move it, Kansu. We said, Mahlokan, either Yotziu or Lo Yotziu. Then we said, if one of them is Isur Irva, so therefore the brother... Who has the Isur Irva, he cannot marry the Irva, but he'll be able to make Yibum to the sister because she doesn't fall. Then we said, however, if the Isur is an Isur, the Rabbanan, since it's Isur Mizvah Shiniyot, so Minat Torah, she falls. And therefore, you have a problem of a Chotzeku Kato, so that case would be Dafka a Chalitza, or for that matter, she's not saying Isur Lav, also the Deen is, she's not out of the picture, you have to make a Halitza. Last but not least, the Mishnah said, if let's say they're Arayot on each other, which means one of the ladies is about one of the brothers, but the other one is permissible, and, and, and so on in the other case, so they marry the non-Irva, and the, the other ma- uh, brother marries the uh, non-Irva, as permissible. Let's read that she in all these cases now. Arba Achim the reason why the two brothers cannot make Yibum of it because of the Zikah, they commanded Tarbayu Zikikin, Lehai Ulai, they're both connected to both of the Yibamot. Kamad Miyabim, the first lady that's going to, the first husband, the first brother that's going to make Yibum, Pagaba Hotzukukato. Right? Understand what a Hotzukukato means. When we say Zikah, it's considered as if he's married to that lady. So if he's married to that lady, you're not allowed to marry your wife's sister. That's Achot uh, Ishto. Uh, so therefore, Achot Zikukato is like marrying Achot Ishto. Because since he's considered connected to the other sister, if he makes you boom with this one, it's like marrying Achot Ishto. That's the mechanics of what happens there. Now, Isur Irva, one of them is Isur Irva. Okay, go on. Hamoto, Ve'im Hamoto. Okay, one of them is Hamoto, Ve'im Hamoto. Mutar Ve'achota. So he'd be permissible to the other lady. Why? Because the erva does not fall. And since the erva does not fall, he could marry the other. Okay. Isur mitzvah. That's a drabanan, let's say. Ramya kamem de oraita. She falls de oraita. 
Hilkak Asur Ba'chotet Achot Zikukahi Very good So those are the cases Now we analyze The Gemara Shma'amina Yesh Zika Very good We learned from our Mishnah That must be this Zika And that's why The first guy cannot make you boom Because it's considered Achot Zikukato Dei in Zika Because if there was for the Zika Mechti Hani Mitre Bate Ka'atyan both these ladies are falling from different houses. Mm. One was married to one of the brothers, one was married to the other brother. So technically, let each one of the brothers make kibum. I mean, if you don't know this is zika, so therefore there's just two ladies over here, you're not, you're not bound by any of them. Let one brother make kibum to one, and one brother make kibum to the other. And the only reason why we're not allowing it is because zika. It's the zika that ruins everything over here, because it makes it a hot zikukato. Kamsa Kibra said, no, I'll give you another option. Le'olam emalach en zika. There is no zika, so what's the problem? Umishum de kasabar asu lebatim mitzvah yibamin. Another rule. You have a problem, you're not allowed to mevatil the mitzvah yibum. Meaning you cannot put yourself in a position that potentially the mitzvah yibum might be nullified. So what's the problem in this case? Dilma ad-demiyabim had... Let the first guy make kibum. There's no zika. First guy make kibum. What's the problem? You're worried that the other brother is going to die in the interim. And therefore, Because now, you only have the brother that made kibum alive. What can you do to that sister? Nothing. It's a hot Cannot make kibum. Cannot make halitza. So therefore, I give you another way to explain the Mishnah. The reason why both have to make halitza is why... Because there's a isur lebatel mitzvah yibamin. Now, by making halitza on the first one, now even let's say the other brother dies, no problem. You can make halitza on the second one as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried in that case. Death is not going to bother me in the case where you made halitza to the first lady. But it's going to bother me if you let the guy make yibum to the first one. Now there's a potential that if the other brother dies, so this lady's stuck. You can't make yibum to her. You can't make halitza to because it's a hot store. And therefore, what you do? You technically put yourself in a position where you can be mevatel, mitzvat, yibamin. So comes the Gemara and says, if that's the case, If that's the case, would you have to give a case of four brothers? Give a case even of three brothers. Because if you're talking about mevatel mitzvah yibamin, so therefore, in a case of three brothers, for sure you have mevatel mitzvah yibamin. Because two brothers died, now both those sisters fall to this one guy. So if you're going to tell me now over here, what 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 can, what, what can this guy do now to this uh, lady over here? If you can tell him, uh, make you, both ladies fell to this uh, guy. If you tell him, make you boom to this one. Now already cannot make you boom to the other one. It's a hot ishto. So therefore, certainly you have a case over here. In the case of three, why do you give a case only of four brothers? The case of Batebet Zvayi will apply also in the case of three brothers. Two of them died. Now two of those sisters fall to, to one guy. Certainly you're not going to be able to Mekayim Mitzvah Yibamim in that case. Look at Rashi. Rashi Tlatanameh. Why did you pick a case of four brothers? Now, if you give, if you go with the yeshika logic, you tell me a big hadush over here. Which is in the case of yeshika, I can tell you hadush. I can tell you even though when the first one died. So that one fell to one brother, and then the other one died. I could say maybe she fell to the other brother. Kamash Malan, no, that there's a zika now on both, and therefore both are going to be or said on each other, and therefore And all the most of the case of three. Bottom line, you have two sisters falling to one guy has a zika on both, so for sure it's going to be a problem of the Hotzikukato. So again, according to the logic of Yes Zika, we told you the bigger Hidush. If Yes Zika and his three brothers, two of them die, and the two ladies fall to one, that's Pashut. There's a zika now on both. 
So therefore, for sure, cannot do anything because it's considered the Kato. The Hadush is when there's when there's four brothers and two died. So I could argue when the first guy dies, technically, that lady falls to one brother, and when the second one dies, that lady falls to the other one. Kabashwa no. Now that they're together, there's zikikot, there's zikot over here, and there's problems. However, as she says, Ela imishum bitul mitzvah yibamin. If you're concerned it's about bitul mitzvah yibamin, afilu tlatanameh. Give a case, even if there's three brothers. Umetu ashnaim and nisuim shtei achayot, shteem chotzot. Diim yabem chada nafkeida belokelum. Simple. If there's three brothers, two of them died, then two ladies fall to one brother. If you can let the guy make boom, what do you do with the other lady? She goes out uh, with nothing. You can't give her boom, you can't give her halitza. So if that's your issue, you could have made the point with three. I repeat. If your issue was zika, I have no problem why you picked the case of four. You picked a nice hadush case. Because case of three, it's obvious, case of three, which means two sisters fall to one guy, there's a zikah, obviously, on both of them, you can't do anything. The hadush is that you might have thought when there's two ladies falling to two brothers, so maybe the first one that fell, he can make a yibum ta'an, the first, the second one can make it the second one, kamash ma'lan, there's zikot over here, and therefore they both all say to each other, nice. But if you tell me the whole Hadush is over Asura Batem Yibamin, you could have made the same point with three. Three brothers, two of them died. Now you have already two sisters fall into this one guy. Tell the guy, listen, you can't make your boom. Because if you're going to make your boom on one of them, what's going to happen? The other one, can't do anything to Not your boom and not Halitza. So why did you have to jump to four? You could have made your point for three. Understand? Kebara says. You're right. For sure. Three, you definitely Because if you make Shibum with one, the other one, you can't do anything to. But you would have might have thought maybe with four, you're not definitely being because who said the other guy's going to die? That you do say, we suspect that the guy's going to die. Because in the case of four, the only way you move a tibetan is if the first guy made you, the second guy died. So you might have argued, well, maybe in that case, that's not considered move a tibetan. Who said the second guy is going to die? Kamash Marlan, we suspect. So the case of four is really a big hadush. Three is a no brainer. Three is, you're definitely move a tibetan, which means when two fall to one guy, if he makes you boom on one, then the other sister does nothing. The hadush is even when there's now two brothers. So that the Hadush is that if one of them makes you boom, I suspect. You might have said, Who, why should you suspect? Who suspects that the guy's going to die all of a sudden? Kabash run, you do suspect. Also, the Kabash, oh, you're suspecting? <laughs> so now, <laughs> So give a case of five. Which means that give a case where two of the brothers died, now you got three left. So I could argue and tell you, listen, if the first guy's going to make you boom, Maybe two brothers are going to die now. And now this guy cannot do anything to this other uh, uh, lady because it's, uh, he made you move to the first sister. Well, you already, what's your chashesh to mita? Maybe chashesh to two guys are uh, going to die. Two of the brothers are going to die. Kabbalah okay, says, Limita de tre lo That's already too much. That you expect two of them are going to die? That's already not uh, not plausible. So it comes out according to this opinion. In the case where there's five brothers, correct? And two of them died, let, let the first guy make you boom. According to the Shitan, it says there's no zika. What are you worried about? One of the brothers will die, so let him die. You still have another guy to do it. The other guy will make the boom on the other lady. The only time you hoshesh for mita is when there's four brothers and two of them die, so they have two left. So if the first guy is going to make you one of the brothers is going to die. But that they say two of the brothers are going to die, that's already not uh, not shriyah. That's not plausible. Good? Comes the Kabbalah and gives a new case. Amarava. Baravuna Amarav. New case. Shalosh achayot yibamot. You have three sisters. That were yibamot. The husband's died. Shinaflu lifne shne achin yibamin. So it's three girls fell to two boys. And they were brothers. And the Yavimot were sisters. Three to two. 
So now we have to analyze. We have we never had a case like this. Three are falling to two. So now we, how do two make so the Rava says Adin, let each one of the brothers make halitzah to one of the ladies. You still have one left. The imsaid, imsaid means the, the the one that's left over. Both of the brothers have to give her halitzah. What's the logic over here? So Amale Rava, Rava tells Rava, Bar Ravuna, in the name of Rav, from the fact that you said that the remaining lady needs halitza from both, kasabart yesh zika, must be your old yesh zika, we'll see why, v'hav yaleh halitza pesula, and this halitza is considered halitza pesula, v'halitza pesula sarikh l'azor al kol ahim. And the rule is when there's halitza, pesula, all the brothers have to do it. What in the world is going on over here? So let's read Rashi. Rashi says like this, Kilomar. And we're reading Rashi, Midika'amar Tzirika. Kilomar. Midika'amar Tzirika, Halitza Mishnehem, Kasabart, Alimam Mitzvat Zikat Yebamin, Limirmeh Atarvayhu. Which means, we're saying that there's a zika over here. That means these ladies now are connected to both these brothers. The zikah. Yibum is not an option. Once it's a zikah, you have problems of ahot, zikukato, impossible. So therefore, what do we say? Well, the first one make a halitzatu. One brother make halitzatu one of them. She's out of the picture. The second brother make a halitzatu to the second lady. She's out of the picture. But why does the third lady now have to receive halitzatu from both? So we're giving a cloud over here now. Vehach halitza al korach halitza pesulai. This halitza that's being given to the last lady is called halitza pesula. Don't doesn't mean that it's invalid. Pesula in this sense means it's a weak halitza. Why is it weak? Kilomar girua. Why is it weak? Why is it? Why is it uh, not strong? Sheim ratzali yabem eno yachol. This remaining lady, the third lady, right? Is it possible to make Yibumana? Of course not. You know why it's not possible to make Yibumana? Because once they made Halitza on the sisters, so she's considered Achot Halutzato. Achot Halutzato is forbidden. So there's not even an option to make Yibum on this lady. Let's do a new cloud we're introducing today. When Yibum is not an option, so you got to make Halitza. In this case, you still got to make a halitza. Because she fell. Mm. But you have a technicality why you can't make the uh, yibum. The halitza that's done is called a weak halitza. It's weak, it's not strong. Give me an example where halitza would be a strong halitza. A lady fell to yibum. So therefore, there's a zika over here, a strong zika. You could make yibum. So to break that potential yibum that you could have done, you make a halitza. That's the real halitza. And therefore, for example, when you have, let's say, a lady falls in front of three brothers. Once one of the brothers, who could have made boom with her, makes halitza, that halitza releases her from all the other brothers. Mm-hmm. Jeez, each brother doesn't have to make a uh, procedure. Once one of the brothers makes halitza, meaning halitza hazaka, and what made it hazaka? Because she was able to make a boom, so halitza breaks it strong. That doesn't work on the Halitza Giru'ah, but on the Halitza Giru'ah, it only releases her from that brother that made the Halitza Giru'ah. It doesn't release her from all the brothers. Because the Halitza is weak. And therefore, in this case over here, you have the remaining sister. Could these brothers here make you boom to this lady? You boom for sure not. Because already they made halitza to our sisters. Once you make halitza to the sisters, she's considered ahot halutzato. There's no yibum in this case. So the only procedure they can make is what? Halitza. So you know what I would have said? Let one of the brothers make halitza to her. Pick, choose between them. Make halitza to her. She's off. No. This halitza girua. Halitza It's a weak halitza because since she's not subject to yibum, 
the Harissa is weak, and therefore each guy has to break it from himself. Has to break his own zikah. It's if the halitza was a regular, legitimate halitza, like I told you, a case where, let's say, uh, um, uh, a lady falls to three brothers, so therefore it's, each brother can make a yaboom. So the first brother, he says, you know what, I'm not going to make a yaboom, I'll make halitza. The halitza breaks the whole zikah, not only to him, to everybody. It's halitza hazakah. Therefore, when the lady over here now receives halitza, this is Halitza Pisula in the Lashon of the Gemara. So the Gemara says, you know what? Each one of the brothers has to give a Halitza. Let's read that in Nashi. She'im ratzali yabim enu yachol. Da'achot Halitzato hilkach lav me'alietai v'tsiricha lachzor al kulan. Delom nifke'a zikad tarvayu b'halitza dehada. Which means the zika is not going to go off with the halitza of one. Mishum da'alima zika. Because the zika is strong. Veramya atarvayu. So therefore you must be saying yes zika by the way. To say this whole lot you have to say there's a zika over here. Yeah. And you got to break the zika. If there was no zika so what do you have to make this like one guy? One guy make halitza. Mm-hmm. It'll explain the zika to all of them. To break the zika, all of them need to make a halitza. So the Gebarah is the obvious question. What you're all thinking of. Mm-hmm. Gebarah says... So what about the first lady? The first lady, the first sister. There's no yibum on this lady either. Because it's a hotzikukato. So therefore, why did you tell me one of the brothers could give a halitza? The kaura, if it's halitza girua, each one of the brothers should give also halitza to the first lady. Why do you have to wait to the last uh, of the sisters? Even the first one's halitza girua. An obvious question. Yes. Do you understand why it's Halitza Giruah to the first sister? Because she doesn't fall to Yibum. Why she doesn't fall to Yibum? Because Halitza Kukato, but you need a Halitza. You need a Halitza, it's a weak Halitza. You have to go across the board according to this opinion. So Gabbara says, you're right, you're right. You're right, if they all fell at the same time, which means, if all the sisters now fell before anybody made a Halitza or anything, so in the Khirameh, now it's all the Chotz and Kukatos over here. You're going to have to make Khalitza, each one, to the first one, and to the second, and to the third. No, 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 not a question, you're right. Lot Sericha, you know what the case we're talking about is? Denaful Bezu Acharzu. They fell not simultaneously. Which means the first brother died, now his wife fell. So technically she's, she, kept, she is possible to make you boom. Because only one. They, don't, they didn't all die together. It doesn't matter. One died. There's only one sister. One sister now. You can make your boom on one sister. So therefore she was technically able to be made your boom. So therefore what does the dean say? Nafla hada halatzla reuven. So the first guy made halitza. That's considered halitza gemura. No problem. The Gemara says, Nafla hada halatzla reuven. Let him make a halitza. Why do they all have to make a halitza? Mm-hmm. Once he makes halitza, she's off from everybody. Because yeah. it's considered halitza. Gemura. Nafla idach. Now the second one dies. Who's going to make the halitza? Halatzla Shimon. The other brother will make. Because the Ruben cannot make the halitza. Because ahot halitza to. Fine. So Shimon will make a halitza, but he covers up everybody. Because since he could have made yibum. So the halitza is a strong halitza. All you need is one halitza to cover up from all the brothers. Now the third one dies. If one of them makes a halitza, the zika will go off. Or the other one could make. Because since in this case over here, now both of them cannot make a uh, halitza to this third lady. Because this third lady now is considered a hot halitza. To both of them. So therefore, in this case, we'll say, let either one make the halitza to the third lady. Look at Rashi now. Look at Rashi Kamaita. Let's read Rashi Kamaita. Kamaita, Shtaim Rishonot, Namelibu Halitza Mishnehem. The Gemara's question. If you tell me that a weak halitza doesn't. Take the zikah off of all the brothers. 
So even the first lady in the Chaurah, you should make a Halitza by all the brothers. The Halitza Tana Milav Me'aliyatai. Why? Di'i ba'edi yubimei lo matzeu il v'yesika. That's Gemara's question. Gemara says, Bevatahat. Kilomar, im ba'u lachlotz ke'achat. If let's say all the three sisters now fall simultaneously, shilo ispika rishonal lachlotz ad shenafla gama shiniyah v'shilishit. Meaning you have all three in front of you and you didn't do any procedures? You're right. That everybody of the brothers has to make halitza to each one of these ladies. Each one stands on their own. One halitza is not going to exempt all the brothers because halitza giru'a. However, the first lady fell, Reuven made a halitza. Next one falls. Right? Then Shimon makes a halitza. Then after that, the third one fell. Nafla la chada. The first one fell. Halatz la reuven. Vahalitza kesher aita. Shim ratsa yechod yabem. Because reuven could have made yabum. Nafla idach. The second lady falls. Halatz la Shimon. Vegamzu kesher. Strong halitza. Why? Shim ratsa miyabem. Ve'en kanachot zekuka. Why does the Mahot Zekuka? Because already Reuven made Halitza on the first one. She kibar Halitza, achotah, kodim nefilazu. The sister was out of the way already from before. Naflash shilishit. Oh, now the third one uh, falls. Iba'el yibume lo matzu. She doesn't fall to yibum. Why? The achot halutza shenehemi. She's achot halutza to both because both brothers made halitza on her sisters. But just to let her off, without anything, you can't. Why? Because Achot Halutza is only assumed with Rabbanan. If we don't like that, she falls. The Kamamba Holetz Hilkach Holetz Hai Halitza Koldehu. So let one of the brothers make a Halitza, which is uh, any type of Halitza. Koldehu. It's not a strong Halitza. Why? Shim Hafetz Lo Yibem. Because Yibum is not an option. Umihu halitzatov vezikatot shavot shtehem ligrowa. Which means, since both of them have the same strength zikat to this lady, pak'a zikatov bahalitzatov halatz hai mafkiya zika. Which means, once already one of the brothers makes a halitza, uh, to the third lady, so therefore he breaks his, the brother will make a halitza to break his, and did the weak halitza now release them from both, from each one making his respective halitza. So let's just review Rav's approach over here to these cases over here. Rav's case was, you had uh, the three sisters that fell to the two brothers. Rav said, Hidush, he said, Halitza to the first one, Halitza to the second one, and the third one, both have to make Halitza. And the logic was, that since the Halitza is a weak Halitza, it's going to be done by both. Halitza Pesula. Each one got to do it individually. Because if that's the case, Halitza Gerua, the first one's also Halitza Gerua. Because you're right, by the way. If they all fell together, in the Khilami, you got to make Halitza to each one. We're talking about a case where they fell separately. So the Oven will make Halitza to the first one, because if he wants to make Yibum, he could have made Yibum. So therefore, she's out from all the brothers. The second one fell, Shimon will make Halitza. He could have made Yibum, actually, if he wanted to. Halitza, potato from all the brothers. Now the third one falls. Now there's weak Halitzas over here, because nobody can make a Yibum over here. So each one will make his respective Halitzas. So Gebra just goes one more line. The Gebra says, Amar Rav Enzika. What are you talking about? Rav made this statement. Rav's the one that holds, we learned earlier, in the first Perek, Rav holds Enzika. So if you hold Enzika, so there's, the, 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 there's the, okay, this case is predicated on Yesika. But if there's no Zika, so you don't have a case. That she says, Rav Enzika, Mutar where do we see Rav say in Zika? In the first period we had a case like this. You have a Shomerit Yabam, that means the lady is fell to his brother. Right, they're waiting to fulfill your boom. Rav said, this guy now can go marry her mother. 
But what about the zikai? You're marrying. There's no zika. So you see, the Av says in zika. Again, why is zika integral to this case? Because the whole issue over here is that when they all fall, if there's a zika, that's why you can't make your boom. That's why the halitza is giru'a. If there was no zika, make your boom. There's no. Then already the halitza is a strong halitza. The reason why it's halitza giru'a because they're not possible to make your boom. Why is it not possible to make your boom? Because yes, he got. But Rav says in Zika. So the Gemara answers, "You're right." He's saying, "You according to me, no problem in this case." But according to the opinion that holds yes, you have a problem. But in the Kabbalah, Rav holds in Zika.